Yesterday, something momentous happened and most people didn't even recognize it. But this event could mean higher petrol prices, higher gasoline prices, higher diesel prices, higher kerosene prices at the pump. So what happened yesterday? Let's take a quick look. What I'm showing you is the Nord Stream 1 pipeline between Russia and Germany. And this pipeline has been shut down for repairs ostensibly from the 11th of July to the 21st of July. Now, remember, you keep this information on one side, juxtapose it with the fact that Biden is about to tour Kingdom of Saudi Arabia next week, where he's hoping to persuade the kingdom to start pumping more oil. Already, the kingdom has politely refused saying that we will not break our agreement with Russia. So Russia and KSA are on the same page as far as pumping of crude is concerned. What does that mean? It also means that US has needlessly, in my opinion, provoked KSA to take a strong anti-US position. And because first of all, they went and tried to renew the Iran contract or, or try to bring Iran back into the fold. And the second thing is that they are trying to make the murder of Adnan Khashoggi a human rights issue and, and trying to pressure Saudi Arabia into saying that, look, your human rights issue is not very good. For those of you who don't know, Adnan Khashoggi was a journalist with Washington Post and he was allegedly murdered by people who were ordered to have done it by the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. And, and this is again, this is the allegation that US places that it was MBS himself, Mohammed bin Sultan, who ordered that. Khashoggi went into the Turkish embassy and he never came out. I don't remember which country it happened. Anyway, he went into the Turkish embassy and he never came out. So this is one side. Now, why do I say that this could be a problem? Now, if Biden comes home empty-handed, not able to persuade Kingdom of Saudi Arabia to pump more oil. And if Russia digs in, what's going to happen next? Well, the, the petrol that Germany is not getting, it's going to scramble to see any other source from where it can get uh, instead of Russia. Of course, it would wean itself away from Russian oil, but for how long? That is the question. Now, if you remember, there was also a second pipe called the Nord Stream 2, which runs more or less parallel to Nord Stream 1, but that has since been abandoned. And you can get all the stories about why and what and when and which uh, by looking at the references supplied in the description section. So Nord Stream 2 is not functional. Nord Stream 1 is not functional. So what are the other pipelines? Now, if you take a look at this map, you can see all the different pipelines that Russia has into Europe as well as to some parts of Asia and down south. All these things are, uh, you know, subject to pilferage, which is what Russia has been accusing Ukraine and Belarusia of doing. When their pipes go through these places, they were saying that these people were tapping their crude out. Ukraine and Belarus have vehemently denied doing so. But that is one of the reasons why Russia says it has gone to war with Ukraine or even Maybe you can say armed conflict. So what is going to happen next? Is Russia winning or losing or treading water? Now let's take a quick look at what is happening 
You know that I've mentioned in the past that stingers and javelins have been supplied by the United States to help Ukraine ward off Russia. Now they have some new armory called as HIMRS. And these are, uh, these come in two ranges. One is 70 kilometers and the other is 300 kilometers. And uh, Ukraine wants the 300 kilometer version. They have the 70 kilometer version. They want the 300 kilometer version because if they get that, then Ukraine thinks that they can cut Russia off from Crimea. And if that happens, Russia has practically lost Crimea. And for, for them to do that, to recapture Karzon, what I have shown you by way of an arrow, that is the key uh, town. And Ukraine is uh, believed to be at least, the Ukraine army is believed to be only like 10 kilometers away. You have to remember that Ukraine's 1 million strong army is almost completely made up of volunteers. Of, of this 1 million, close to 40,000 are women. And they are uh, essentially learning on the fly. And if the HIMRS equipment comes through for Ukraine from US, US then they can really shut uh, Russia off from Crimea, which is what they believe. We have to wait and see how this plays out. You also have to see that, uh, you know, that there are other uh, factors at play. Again, we have to understand that that's what Ukraine is thinking, whether it's going to play through or not. That is something that we have to wait and see. Now, what exactly is Russia up to? Why is Russia trying to occupy Ukraine? Russia says Ukrainians are Russians. And Ukraine says, no, we are not. We are Ukrainians. That is a fundamental crux of the matter. Ukraine has tasted democracy, however flawed it is, and they want to stay democratic. And Russia does not. Russia has a population of 140 million, of which it is believed that only half are true Russian. The others are made up of different groups such as Tatars, Mongols, and other Muslim groups, Chechens, and so on and so forth. So those may not really feel that they are part of Russia. Given a choice, they may want to secede and form their own countries. So Russia has a real population problem, a huge problem. How long will they keep fighting this war? When will they think that they have uh, got their objective and stopped? We don't know. But the way things are going, Ukraine is now more determined than ever. They have dug in and we have to wait and see how things play out. Thanks for watching. Please like, share and subscribe to our channel. And if you like the content we showed you, please show us your appreciation by clicking on the super thanks button. Thank you very much. Namaskar.